What's up, everybody? My name is Kinsey, and welcome back to More Than Yesterday. First and foremost, Happy New Year to everybody. I hope you guys had a blessed, safe, and healthy holiday. (laughs) It is so crazy that we're already in 2022. It sounds like something out of a movie that, you know, you hear the year 2022, you're like, ugh, that's so far in the future. Well, it's here now. Still coping with that fact, actually. Um, I don't think it's actually hit. It's still like early, you know, third day or whatever, but, well, third day today. But anyways, yes, happy, happy new year. So happy to be here. I am immensely proud of everything that I've gone through in the last two years, as well as all of you. And I hope that you're still here with me and, you know, you feel a little bit better about the year to come. On the topic of New Year's, today I'm actually going to be talking about that, the New Year. The New Year is actually a time where many of us, if not pretty much everybody, uses this time to rebrand themselves and make new strides in their life, break old habits, start new ones. Today, I want to talk a little bit more about how to navigate the New Year and how I'm taking this whole idea of New Year, New Me to a different and maybe even a better level and not necessarily a higher level either. Specifically for me, 2022 is going to look very, very, very different than the many years I thought I was going to quote unquote level up. You hear that term so often, level up, level up, level up, level up. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I understand. We want bigger and better. I think specifically within the last two years, we've all come to terms with the fact that sometimes you have plans to level up and life just throws you a curveball or two or maybe even two million. (laughs) Many of us look to this new year to be a transformative experience and to really embark on some huge changes in our lives. But a lot of us are left disappointed at the slightest inconvenience or stray from the path that we thought was going to be. When things don't go as planned, it can be very difficult to stay motivated and encouraged to stick to the plans that you had from the beginning, those new year resolutions, or just any of the goals that you had for yourself or the ideas that you had of yourself for the new year. But as I said, if the last two years have taught us anything, it's that we should expect the unexpected. What really got me thinking about all of this is that this past weekend, I celebrated myself the new year. I was on a trip and I was supposed to go snowboarding. And it's so funny how the day before it got canceled because of none other than global warming. Okay, there was no snow. There was no snow outside. Like it's January 1st and you would think that there's snow in the mountains and there's not any. It was 60 degrees outside. Had didn't have to wear a coat the entire weekend and it was pouring down raining. So of course the snow melted. And my first instinct was like, wow, of course this happens to me. Of course you know, just my luck, like can't go snowboarding because there's no snow. Like, how does that even happen? It it just made me so sad on the, on the first day of the new year that my plan couldn't go on as planned because of circumstances out of my control. Right. And I started to let it get to me. I started to let that be the tone that was going to be for the rest of my year. But then I stopped and I realized, no, mm -mm, not today, not today. We can't let the slightest inconvenience or one moment define my year. 
And I know that sounds super dramatic and it really probably wasn't going to set the tone for the entire year, but I almost let the fact that my year didn't start off the way I wanted it to, to distract me from what the bigger lesson was at the time, which was really that resilience and perseverance was going to be the tone for the rest of my year, something that I already had in my mind. And I think I just got the lesson on the first day already, believe it or not, you know me. And it's so crazy because like I'm sitting here and I think back two years ago, I would have never taken that tone from what happened that day. I would have never received that lesson, probably wouldn't even thought twice about what it meant for my plans to be canceled the day of, you know, and I can really see how much I've grown in such a short amount of time. Well, what really felt like years, (laughs) eons, if not. Um, I, I've grown so much to really put a lesson to even the worst of times when, uh, that sounds so dramatic too. God, I'm so dramatic, but you know what I mean? It's, it was a big downer to have such great plans and expectations for the first day of the year to set the tone. But the underlying message really kind of gave me more of a lesson than I probably would have even received actually going on my trip. One thing I have really been looking forward to with this new year, especially within the last few months, is calling this my building year. And originally that just started from me moving back home and having plans to really kind of stay down for the entire year. If you know me, you know that that's probably not realistic or true. I thrive in chaos and change and kind of a jam-packed plate, but for the last few months I have been down and I kind of started my resolutions a little bit early which made me think like do we even need timelines like what what really sets apart December 31st and January 1st for you to make your goals and then the answer is nothing nothing changes physically but I think for us humans that mental deadline is something that we really look forward to and embarking on new change at the start of a new date is And the start of a new year is just symbolic for, I guess, whatever. Year after year, we hear from everyone around us that this is going to be an amazing year. This is going to be my year. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to have a wonderful time. I'm going to go, I'm going to go to wonderful places and meet amazing, wonderful people. But then the minute something goes awry, we kind of lose motivation and we kind of, get disappointed so quickly. Now, this is a drum I will probably keep beating for the rest of my life because I stand by everything I say on this topic. But I think social media especially heightens this reality because you're extra aware of what everybody's doing and what's going on in everyone's life. Through social media, we are in such close proximity to one another in a way that we've never really been before. Like, I don't really remember stressing about the new year, early social media days, because that really wasn't a topic. Like, we didn't make it such a big deal to have these amazing goals. And also because these goals weren't achievable back then as much as they are today. I mean, definitely not for young people, but also for many people. Like, so many new doors have been opened to humans in general and new levels of success that probably would have never existed before this invention. I also think that social media kind of contributes to why so often we are disappointed by ourselves by the end of the year because throughout the year we see so many highs, right? We 
see people buying cars, having babies, getting married, getting engaged, doing big things, getting a new job, getting a promotion, hitting a million followers, getting a million dollars. I mean, you see it all, right? But you don't necessarily see all the little steps that the person took to get there. So when you are doing everything you can to reach a million followers to get that new car, you are constantly tripped up by the little moments and the little downfalls within the year before you even get there. And sometimes we are so discouraged by those little moments that we don't push through and persevere beyond them to actually get to the end result that we see others get, right? And it sucks. It's it's like, it's this never ending cycle that I am still learning how to break. So how does this tie into being more than yesterday, right? This year, I'm trying to kind of expect the unexpected and be okay with any outcome that comes about because I'm blessed to even be here, really, honestly. But I need to learn how to be more open to anything that comes my way and learning how to, I guess, adapt and find the silver linings in anything that comes. So as I said before, this is my build year. This is the nitty gritty grunt work of my life. Does that mean that I'm not going to have fun and have beautiful, wonderful moments as the next person on Instagram or Twitter or anything like that? No, not at all. But I think that I'm going to romanticize working, being a full-time employee. I'm going to romanticize being in grad school and doing my thing because I think it is important that we support and highlight and hype up the people doing the grunt work or just anything in life, not the people per se, but hype up the nitty-gritty moments, hype up the grunt work just as much as we hype up the end result of that grunt work so that all of it seems enjoyable. While it might not actually be as enjoyable, you feel a little bit better about what you're doing while you're doing it to get to the result that you want to see one day. Over the years, I think another thing that I've noticed that I tend to do is carry the lows from the previous year into the new year and then let those situations kind of dictate my decision making in the next year, right? I think this is especially true for New Year's resolutions because you sit there at the end of the year, you're like, wow, I didn't do this, I didn't do this, I didn't do this, I didn't do this. And so you kind of place yourself in this hole feeling like you're starting in the negatives with the new year. And that's not really the case. Those resolutions, granted, you gave them your best shot, didn't work out for a reason. It could have been that your goal wasn't specific enough it wasn't realistic and attainable, or maybe it just wasn't your time. Or maybe you did get the result, just not in the way that you actually wanted it to be, or in a different way that you actually wanted it to be. All this is really telling you is that you need to change your goals. Switch them up a little bit. Maybe change up your expectations, or throw the whole resolution away. I don't know. Figure it out. There's so many things that you can do to adapt and change but that don't necessarily come with a negative association of failing or starting in the negatives in the new year. Another reason that I think a lot of New Year's resolutions or just the new year in general doesn't work out for many of us, and especially me, is that I aim way too high, okay? I just, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I guess I want it all in such a short amount of time, 
And then I realized about halfway through, honestly, not even halfway through, probably like a quarter of the way through, like, oh my gosh, how am I going to get there? It like, we're already three months in, what are we going to do? How are we going to do it? And so I've learned to really downsize my goals and not to say that those bigger goals will never happen, but if you kind of cut them down to bite-sized portions, you can kind of see the results a little bit faster or at least give yourself a pat on the back many more times along the way to achieving the end goal, right? So like, let's say fitness, keep on that theme. If fitness is my goal, what can I get to at the end of this year or throughout the year that's going to get me to maybe an even bigger fitness goal in the next few years? So this year, maybe it's just losing the 10 pounds. Okay, that's, I feel like you can do that in more than in less than a year. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's like run a marathon, run a marathon in a year. That's doable. I'm pretty sure that's doable. Maybe not for me, but like it's doable for many people out there. And I'm not going to say that. It's doable for me too. But maybe this year it's run a marathon and maybe next year it's get my first two abs in or get some ab definition or maybe the year after that it's like join a bodybuilding thing. I don't know. Like you see where I'm going with this bite-sized moments or maybe those can be broken down into the months. Like this month I want to lose five pounds. By June, I want to lose 10 pounds. And then by the end of the year, I want to be down a full 50. That's achievable. And that's the bite-sized moments that I think will kind of keep you motivated along the way so that you're not just looking at the big goal of 50 pounds as like, whoa, how am I going to do it? Right? See where I'm going? Okay. Another way I'm combating this aiming too high thing about New Year's resolutions and stuff is just by setting two-parter goals. So I have my attainable goal, which is like, okay, I want to get this amount of subscribers on YouTube, or I want to, I don't know, run this, this many miles by this date, right? But then I also am setting up reach goals. And that is something where if I reach the smaller goal earlier than expected, then I can have a reach goal. And at least I have two things I can look forward to this year. And kind of just gives you more times to give yourself a pat on the back, give yourself a gold star and just brag a little bit, you know? So I think that's a really good way to kind of balance out that weird area of feeling like you failed early on or, you know, chunking things down into bite-sized moments where you can actually achieve something and then say, hmm, the well, the work is not over. Let's kind of keep going and see how far I can really take this goal. So what are my goals this year? Honestly, I still haven't decided on all of them and that's okay because January 1st is just a date. It's not finite. You can definitely set these goals at any point in the new year. And just like I was saying before, you have to be adaptable. If I change as an individual by June and I want to completely revamp my goals and resolutions, that doesn't mean I failed. It just means I changed. The first thing I want to do is say yes more. I am Nancy No. I, I, I don't, I don't say yes very often. I say no because I like my comfort and you know, I just don't want to do things sometimes, but towards the end of last year, I kind of learned to say yes more and it kind of felt good. So I kind of want to keep it going, you know? 
along the lines of saying yes more is taking more leaps of faith. Again, like in the last two years, it has been very apparent to me just how not everything is guaranteed in this life and how the stability that I once knew in life is really out the window, really out the window. I mean, I was definitely catching myself waiting for things and waiting to do certain things in my life, especially right now um, at the transitional period I'm in because I wanted to wait until the world got back to normal. And lately with the Omarion in the room, um, that has been yet another kind of roadblock in my life. And, and to change my own language, not a roadblock, just a detour. Um, but, you know, I was sitting here kind of just saying, I'll wait, you know, not yet. Or maybe in like six months, I'll do this or just kind of holding out. And what for, I could honestly not tell you. Maybe I thought that when the world got back to normal, then I could make more permanent plans. Um, but that's also just because I'm a very, uh, I don't know, like I just, I don't, I love change, but there's a part of me that is very fearful for uh, making concrete decisions and I'm very indecisive. So when I make decisions, I don't want the ground that I'm making the decisions on to be sand, like ever shifting and changing day to day. And that's honestly what the past two years have been. So if I just say, oh, I'm going to move and then we go in lockdown again and no one's working and all this other stuff, although teleworking has definitely changed the game for that, but just different things. You just never know what could happen. However, there are so many things that I wish I had made the decision to do even within the last two years that I felt like I could have done that um, if I just had a little bit more faith and a little bit more trust in myself and God in life and in people around me. So really just learning to say yes, but also learning to let go of situations that are just beyond me and kind of rolling with it as it comes. So again, within the same theme, another thing that I really kind of want to do better at this year is balancing in the moment decisions with decisions that are going to make me happy in the future. Make tomorrow me happy. I watched a video. I'll link it below if I can find it. But basically, this guy was talking about how the older he got, like I think he was in his 30s by now. Um, the older he got, the more he realized or wished that he did more things in his youth that would have made future him happier. Whether it was going to bed a little bit earlier the night before or, I don't know, he even referenced not doing drugs at one point. So any of those things that would have made him a little bit happier, whether in the short term or long term, he wished he had done. And... For me, I think there's a fine line between the two. Um, I definitely want to learn how to make more in the moment decisions while I'm still young and can do so without dependence or just bigger stakes. Um, but also learning when to kind of put a pause or switch up, you know, like, mm, today I think this might help me. But then having equal moments of in the moment decisions that 
kind of allow me to have fun along the way while still making important decisions. The next thing is giving myself deadlines. So within the last two years, I have definitely grown to be super, super lazy. Um, I know that's so bad, but I just kind of use the pandemic as an excuse not to do certain things. And again, with the whole fear of the ground beneath me being unstable, I kind of, I used it as a crutch. What can I say? I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one, but I definitely used it as a crutch. So this year, I want to be a little bit harder on myself. And especially with this just kind of being the new normal, I don't have an excuse because we never know when it's going to end. And just as much as I need to make those decisions, I need to put the pressure on myself to make those decisions, to meet these goals, and to do the work every day that I need to to get to where I want to be at. I think I thought that waiting for the world to go back to normal also meant that I could go back to normal when in reality, I don't want to go back to that normal. That normal of almost more than two years ago now was unrealistic, toxic, unhealthy. It was just not disciplined and still very young and naive. And I think it's really important that I and all of us use this time of quote unquote the new normal to develop new habits and new patterns in our lives so that hopefully within our lifetime, maybe, I don't know when this will end, but hopefully one day when the world looks a little better than what it does now, we already have those habits formed and it becomes a lot easier for us to kind of just live our lives and get to the point that we want to be at. Again, I really just think that it's kind of a thing of the past to be chasing highs in life consistently. I mean, that is really kind of what I was talking about in my last episode about, you know, not really being able to cope with the day to day because you're too busy, you know, expecting so much out of life and so much out of yourself. So if you just kind of work a little bit harder to accept the in-between moments And to kind of roll with life as it comes, I think starting a new year will be a lot easier. And I also think that by the end of the year, you will be able to look back on a lot more positive moments than negatives. Because I think we have such high expectations for ourselves that when you're scrolling through your camera roll and, you know, you see all these little moments because they're not the most picturesque moments and they're not... Uh, Instagrammable and they're not, you know, necessarily viral worthy, you're going to sit here and think that you didn't do much with your year when in reality, making it to December 31st is a big major accomplishment and it's a huge blessing that not everybody gets to see. But that's all I have for today's episode. I really hope that you guys enjoyed. I hope that it resonates with somebody and that You know, we kind of just walk into this new year with some smarter goals, people, some smarter goals and looking at the end of the year, this year, a lot happier than what we may have or may not have um, been looking at it this past year because 2021 was ghetto, okay? I still can't even get over how we have a new variant every six months, (laughs) but you know, it's fine. It's fine. You know, we persist. And we're going to start moving as if this is the new normal because it is. For all we know, it is. So 
yeah thank you guys so much for watching and listening i hope you guys enjoyed and i will catch you in our next episode bye